Welcome to SADCAST, the podcast for working creatives. I'm your host, Pamela Runis. As I've been back at work from Mount Leave for a few months now, I've been thinking about the concept of a beginner's mindset. Not sure if you've heard of this, but it's basically what you'd think. It's a Zen Buddhist concept, meaning to have an attitude of openness, eagerness, uh, lack of preconceptions when working or studying, and even at an advanced level, so just like as a beginner might. And I came back to the office to a bunch of new hires, and I have to be honest, it was like jarring. Here were these like eager, bright young people, open, ready to try new things, and they're, you know, frankly, a little threatening. And they're so confident, and I'm like, God, was I ever that confident? But then I remember the Dunning-Kruger effect, and it's that thing where the less competent a person is in a field of expertise, the more likely they are to unknowingly exaggerate their own competence. So you don't know what you don't know, so you assume you know it all. So like the entire podcasting industry. So while I'm trying to reassure myself, my years of expertise add up to something, I'm also like keenly aware that like throwing it all out the window is often like necessary and can lead to fresh work. You know, like challenging clients who, you know, like quote unquote, wouldn't go for that. But, you know, like they might if and they won't if you don't show it to them. So you should try. Uh, So basically (laughs) what I'm saying is I'm trying to cultivate that beginner's mindset and not let go of it while also not forgetting my years of experience. I don't I don't really know how to balance these two things. Like, when do you chuck it all at the window? I mean, hopefully, I just know. I just have to have the confidence in myself that I will just know when to employ what skills. Anyway, I'm just, you know, trying to justify my experience as usual, or my existence, I should say. <laughs> anyway, um, so the lateness of this episode... I should address, Um, you know, partly due to the fact that it's very difficult for me to do all the things, and I'd love a producer if anyone is uh, interested, Um, but it's also due to the fact that we did record this episode already over Zoom, but it kept getting disconnected, and the mics defaulted to the less than podcast quality laptop mics, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, decided to scrap it, re-record with us in the same room, and yeah, we're vaccinated. And it reminded me of how much better these things are in person. Like, holy cow, I've been missing it. So hopefully this is a new trend of in-person interviews once again. Um, But, you know, as a token of my, uh, I don't know, do I say mea culpa? God, it sounds so pretentious to say that. But anyways, whatever. As a little treat, I got dates of YVR to create a little amuse-bouche. Here we go, being pretentious again, for this episode. If you've ever wondered uh, what her biggest turnoffs are, you're in luck. Let's listen. Here are dates of YVR's biggest turnoffs. I'm going to keep this list to five today. I have like a hundred million, but Pam says that I have one minute. So here we go. One, people who never smile with their teeth. All right. I want to see those pearly whites. I want to see those gently yellowed chiclets. Just show them off. Two, people who are rude. Uh, what's wrong with you? Three, 
people that are bad at texting and it will take like days to get back to you. You're telling me you didn't look at your phone once, not even in the bathroom. That is a lie. Okay. And number four, people who will tell you in advance that they're bad at texting so that they can be excused for this behavior later. No, thanks. You're just bad at communication in general. Also, I'm not here for it. Number five, okay, you're driving down Highway 1 and you get off at Grandview Highway, okay? It's a big turn off. <laughs> that was a joke because um, Grandview Highway is an exit off of Highway 1, so you have to, you have to actually turn off of it. So it's a turn off. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> Peak comedy, everyone. Peak comedy. Oh boy. Well, just keep those in mind when we get to the part where we talk about dad jokes. Without further ado, here's my chat with the infamous and anonymous Dates of YVR. Welcome back again. Hello, Pam. Always nice to be back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Se second time's a charm. Now in person, since we're both vaccinated. Yep. Double vaxxed. Yeah. But va not waxed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just dive right into that. Mm -hmm. Didn't you feel like, I don't know, I felt like somehow in my 20s, I, I just would hear about everyone getting waxed. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. People are like getting regularly waxed. Like, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, what? And you're spending, like, $80? It's so expensive. I used to get pretty regularly waxed back in the old days. Back when you could handle anything down there. Now it's, like, so much as a a weird breeze. And it's like, whoa, yeast infection. Oh, my. Well, <laughs> I just can't justify the price. I mean, maybe it's because of where we live. But it's like, you know, you're going to spend $80 on that mm -hmm. or will i eat this month yeah, you know exactly exactly plus it grows back into that like prickly cactus phase mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which seems a hundred times worse than just having some like lush bush baby yeah i yeah i just i don't care maybe as i'm getting older i care less and less well i'm also married <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of not my problem anymore <laughs> But I don't know. Are you uh, so now you're just are you a shaver? Can I can I get into this? Like, yeah, you, I mean, why not? Yeah, uh, I will do a little bit of like trimming, a little yeah. bit of pruning. Like yeah. it's like a little bonsai tree down there. Yeah. But I no, I do not. I'm not taking like a razor down there. That's just like a one way ticket to ouch town. Yeah. Like it's just going to grow back. One false grown. move. Oh, yeah. What if it's a whole smooth and you're just gushing out blood? Do you ever, like, okay, that's what's scary about trimming. Yeah. Is you're using, like, little, little teeny tiny scissors, and I'm like, oh, Okay, I don't use teeny tiny scissor scissors because I also trim my bangs, so I have, like, haircutting scissors, so I just okay. use the same haircutting. I, I would recommend not using teeny How, tiny scissors. What? How big are your bang shears? They're, uh, you know, uh, five, six inches. Okay, that's pretty big. I'd be actually quite worried with something that large down there. I mean, they're not like shears. They're like <laughs> hair-cutting scissors. They're like, they're like for the bushes you'd use like out in your yeah, garden. you got hedge clippers. <laughs> yeah. I'm using hedge clippers. All one, go. Never seen a bush this big. <laughs> yeah, it's like full 70s. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't really care. 
either way, especially for my partner, I don't care mm-hmm. either way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that makes me weird, but it doesn't matter. I don't matter. think so. It doesn't I, matter to me. Who cares? Honestly, who cares? I remember, like, I dated this guy that made, like, a whole, like, hullabaloo when he would, like, shave, like, the pubic area. He'd be like, huh? 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 I know. He'd be like, notice anything different? And I'd be like, uh, I, no? don't, I don't know. And he'd be like, I, I shaved. You have it's an like, STD? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And I was like, I did not ask you to do this. And you waving it around my face is not going to inspire me to do the same which oh, is what he wanted think, oh yeah. i see Ugh, yeah that's so dumb and it's like okay oh yeah because it's so hard you can literally see everything like it's just right there yeah but right there for you for us it's like you have to like like contort your body you need like a full body mirror it's just like a whole thing that's why i guess people engage professionals but i mean it's just the expense i can't justify it. it's just it's pointless what yeah. do you think gen z is doing I hope they're just embracing. Just I feel like it. I feel like they would just like embrace themselves. They seem to be like that. Yeah. So, so far from what I see on Instagram, they but you know, like that's not reality, so it's really hard to know. Sometimes I think like the teens on Instagram are like all the teens and then I like will go see my cousins mm-hmm. who are like oh my god, let's keep teens out of this talk. Yeah, okay, forget <laughs> forget teen talk. Yeah, we're we're just young anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yikes. Uh okay. So dates of YVR. Mm-hmm. Um exploded. Pretty much exploded. Uh how do you do you feel do you feel a lot of pressure to post? Mm, yes and no, I guess. Uh I I mean any pressure that I feel I'm just putting on myself. Yeah. But I basically just always ask myself, okay, like what what's making you happy right now? Like if I'm not if I'm not in the mood, I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're not like, oh, I haven't posted this week or Yeah. Like I'm not a business. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not making any money, so it doesn't really matter. So it's it's like uh yeah, if I'm like feeling good, feeling happy, I'm gonna post some stuff i try and post like once every couple weeks like a set of posts i'm always updating my stories yeah 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 um do you find that uh you'll post on your stories when you're kind of feeling lonely just to get some (laughs) engagement well i don't know it's been a weird year like and i know you live alone so so (laughs) i'm exposing you She lives alone. She lives a lone, lonely uh, life. Oh my gosh. Pam, did you not see my thing about the singing? Don't sing? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to be a great singer, which I know you are, get the F out of here. Oh, for crying out loud. I, <laughs> oh, I have gone to karaoke with Pam. Yeah, I'm obnoxious for sure. And it's a lot. <laughs> it sucks. You know what? I, I Just speaking for people that can sing. Uh-huh. Karaoke is like the opportunity to sing, but like you can't because you look like a dick. You do. You do. So what am I supposed to do? Well, you were in a choir. There you go. No, I'm not anymore. I don't have time to be in a choir. Well, you were. You were. And that was a good option. I guess so. But yeah, now now I have a child. Actually, I sing to him. So that's nice. That's a little outlet. But 
lately he goes, no, 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 no. So even he doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> He's like, too much. God. Yeah, or he'll like request specific songs. Oh, that's he'll cute. say duck if I start singing some other song that's not about a duck. Oh, are you making up these songs? Oh, I sure am. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Uh, do I post on my stories because I'm lonely? Mm, no, I think I just like am a huge attention seeker. I think I always have been. Right. I mean, isn't that kind of the same? Like, why do you want attention if mm, not? I don't know, but I kind of like I kind of like getting attention um, without being up close and personable. Personable, personal with people. Oh right, you don't have to actually give them anything. Well, it's like kinda, there's specific. Like, a, like I'm still like I because I love my alone time in my apartment. Actually, I'm all about it, and I'm actually a pretty social person. I go out and do stuff with friends all the time, but I love my like alone time. I love living alone. Yeah, I get to listen to my music all day, as loud as I want, and it's almost always like musicals. Yeah, like, that's going to be a hard like match to find someone that also wants that. I don't think I don't know if I'll like ever find that. That's so specific. I don't know. I guess I'd have to find like a real theater nerd. But then that can be a bit much. It might be a bit. Much. I probably wouldn't like it, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. And well, and that's why I liked performing on stage too, because it was like you get attention, but you're you're like up there alone. Do you think you'll ever do that again? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. What about just like? Becoming a YouTube star. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, no, because I like to stay anonymous. Right. And I wouldn't be doing my theater stuff as Dates of Wonder. But you, no, but you could be as yourself doing skits online. But nah. you like the immediate gratification of an audience, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is really nice to, to hear laughter in the room what if do you you're th- lucky. <laughs> what do you think it is about, like, people that perform and like really craving that attention like what do you think it happened to you in your childhood I don't know my parents told me the other day that when they dropped me off on the first day of kindergarten they told the teacher that I was really shy what Uh, was that true well I don't know but the teacher like when they came to pick me up was like oh your shy daughter uh, insisted on singing a song in front of the class. <laughs> but again, I think that's like the thing. It's like I like, I think I've always liked having an audience. I don't know. But don't then know. But why I would you? Pa- I do feel shy sometimes, like with groups of people I don't know, but I just like will make a, a real effort to get to know them. And were you sh- so were you shy around your parents then? Why would they say that? I'm so curious. I don't know. Maybe they thought I was, like, kind of quiet, and then, like, something switched in me. I was like, look at this built-in audience that has to watch me. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Well, if if that's your response to, like, first day of kindergarten, I wonder if it's, like, a, not a fight or flight, but, like, a showtime (laughs) response. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Um, Do you think you have, like, in, in a fight or flight situation, what do you think you do? Well, I mean... I felt that a lot in math class because I was so, so bad at math. Like, I had to repeat grade 11 math. So to cope, I would make jokes. Yeah. And I was like a class clown. I think I've always used jokes as a way to deal with, like, my own unhappiness and, and right. stuff like that. So right. it's anytime I'm feeling uh, nervous or insecure about something or 
um, like worried or sad, I'll just I'll turn it well, into a Well, then that joke. makes sense for the kindergarten thing because you were probably quite anxious to be in a new setting. Yeah. So it's always, you know what? It works out. Like if your like default defense is comedy, things work out well for you and people just, they don't know. They don't know what's like bubbling under the surface yeah. of that clown exterior. It seems true for like all comedians except for Jerry Seinfeld who denies ever having any issues. Oh, really? Which is so Like, he's just, like, full of confidence. It's like, I had a great childhood. It's like, oh, fuck, eat a dick. Well, I mean, I, th- I don't, I don't, I didn't have, like, a bad childhood. No, I know, no, you know what I mean. Like, um, um you know, whatever, like, yeah. anxious or whatever. Any mm-hmm. kind of emotional. I did go through a period of time in my teens when I was, like, very socially anxious. And I remember I used to get really nervous if I had to... Uh, give a cashier money and like my hands would shake it was crazy whoa i would just like i my whole body i would be like so full of anxiety in that moment i'm like this is so weird like what is happening to me do you remember like how you got over it i just eventually did i don't know i didn't i it was a weird time and it eventually like just passed Hmm. did you ever have any like ocd stuff as a kid i had some of that stuff oh really i don't know no. I don't know. I wasn't You'd really remember. Like, thinking about any of that. No. You'd remember. I was just making jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Do, um, and you have a sister. Did mm-hmm. she think you're funny? She does think I'm funny. She's really funny, too. We make each other laugh. Uh, yeah, I know your sister. She's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as a kid, like, do you think she tried to compete with you in mm, that way? No, I don't think so. I think because I'm the older sister, I think you kind of take on this role of like entertaining your younger sibling and right. and that's what they want and expect from you. Right. So I think that also plays into it. I think if you're the eldest, you're just like a, a born entertainer. Right. Just by, you just have to be. You know what? My brother, definitely not. But Really? Know, no. We're very opposite. Oh. Yeah. He's an introvert, very shy, very quiet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I don't think that theory holds water okay well (laughs) there goes my entire university thesis oh boy oh boy what about dating in the city in uh covid has been interesting to you Mm, well i mean i think i did a meme about this where it was like uh party city sells out of clown makeup um because people are like still going on tinder during like major lockdown Mm -hmm. which just seemed like a waste of time kind of i mean whatever teach their own who cares but uh i don't know i feel like everyone was so exhausted by what was going on and and not even being able to really see um your friends that it was like oh god i'm not adding some new person that i have to make small talk with like absolutely freaking not and now, now that we're kind of out of it, I feel like people are still kind of learning how to, like, talk to each other. Although, I have noticed people are a little more um, outgoing with conversations. Because we're kind of, like, known for not, like, interacting with each other, like Vancouverites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I have noticed people have been better. I think they're, like, starved for... Right. So if you ask how it's going, they're going to, like, tell you for real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I've always thought people always give um, Vancouverites a hard time for being um, cold and not friendly. I don't think that's true at all. In fact, I think you just have to make a bit of an effort with Vancouverites that maybe you wouldn't in other cities. But But why? What's up with here? I don't know. I think we're like a little bit 
I don't know. It's almost like we're like a, like collectively a little bit socially anxious or something, or I don't know. And But if you actually like open up to someone and you start talking to them, they're like, oh my God. Actually, I had a weird theory that like perhaps there's a lot of active people here, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they got too many endorphins mm. from like being outside. They're, they don't need um, uh, justification or to talk to another human as much like for validation because mm. they're like already happy from all the endorphins oh i see from doing the freaking grouse grind yeah and you usually get into like deep conversations when somebody is vulnerable because they you know shit's coming out sideways mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if no one is because everyone's all healthy and high on endorphins then it's bland and boring conversation <laughs> i don't know does this make sense maybe i don't know i don't hang out with too many like Super outdoorsy. Well, me neither. So I don't know. (laughs) That's why we get along so well. Well, it's so funny. It's like I say that, but then yeah, none of my friends fit that bill. That's also a stereotype, I guess, about Vancouverites that we're like all active and doing the grouse grind. But yeah, and I'm so actively not that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actively against. Yeah, against it for sure. Well, and um, fun fact: Pam is my Sagittarius friend, and I did a whole set of vancouver astrology memes and the sagittarius one was completely based off of pam although i would say (laughs) considerably watered down because pam could be a lot meaner to me in person oh no but it's all in fun like like bad like mean like fun yeah mean and like how an aries would want to be treated yeah well i mean that's why i I love hanging out with you because you can handle it oh yeah i can i love it bring it yeah yeah some people oh god that's the worst when you get it wrong that someone like what your vibe is with someone and then you say something spicy and they look genuinely hurt and you're like oh no no (laughs) well i was thinking about this i was like oh how how do i flirt and i'm like huh i think i get like really sarcastic like more sarcastic than i normally am and yeah and i am like oh my god I think I like freaking I'm like looking back just reflecting I'm like negging people (laughs) no but well I don't know I don't know I'm like I'm like I'm roasting them and it's like guys will either absolutely freaking love it yeah and they're like "Mm, yum like give me more of this or they hate it and I'm like oh my god I think like maybe I need to apologize or like scale this back I remember one guy told me once uh because we went on a second date but he said that his first impression of me was that I was a real bitch. What? I know. I was That's like, wild. I was like, uh, uh, isn't that funny? How like, yeah. like, like I would never say that about you. Even I, if you're roasting someone, I would well, never say that. Well, you know what? That. I did catch a real attitude because he was wearing a baseball cap and he decided he was wearing it like inside of the museum. And I, I don't know, for some reason I caught a real attitude because I, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's so rude to wear a hat indoors. <laughs> That's like, absurd. I, <laughs> Who I'm are you? Back on it now. I'm like, I know. I'm like, Whoa, okay. Like, am I like one of the butlers? Did he not do- doff his cap at you? He didn't even doff his cap. No, no. I, I, How dare. And I kept, I kept like bringing it up. Like it was like really bothering me, and he like refused to take it off. <laughs> That's why you wouldn't let it go because it's bugging him. I mean, come on. I don't know. And like then, and the then, bone. and I think I wrote about this in one of my captions, but like on our second date, I show up to the restaurant. It's already there, and he's like wearing the hat. And obviously we're inside in the restaurant and I was like, <laughs> and then I'm just like looking, looking, looking and like time is passing. And then I think I'm like kind of made a joke about the hat, but it was like, I was obviously serious. And he, he took it off. He was like, yeah, I was waiting. I was 
like purposely wanted to see how long it would take you to bring it up. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of funny to like have a running gag with someone though. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of fun. He was actually really funny. Like um once I kind of gave him a chance and I got past the hat thing, he was very funny. Okay. But yeah, that went nowhere. I think we went on like three or four dates. You I think are somebody that definitely needs to date someone who's also funny. That's yeah, I think so. I think so too. <laughs> yeah, or at least like laughs a lot at your jokes. But no, they have to also be funny. They also, I would also yeah. like to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> and not just at your own <laughs> jokes. Yeah, because I do laugh at my own jokes a lot. But I would like to um, laugh at something someone's telling me. That'd be nice. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, to find the funny people, I and funny in the right way. A lot of funny people. Well, that's the thing. I hate dad jokes. Like I, you hate dad jokes. I hate dad jokes. Really? Yeah. Well, unless I kind of, unless I'm making them. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. But okay. No, what's I a do. dad joke? What's a good dad joke? Oh, I don't know. I can't even like think of one right now. But I, I remember I dated this guy, and he just everything was a goddamn dad joke, and I was getting so sick of it. Oh, and he would also, if I said, "Oh my god, guess what?" If I say, "Oh my would god," would he say guess chicken what? butt? No. Oh, thank God. No. <laughs> That's a dad but joke. But what he would like do that would drive me nuts is he would say, um, he would make a guess. And it would obviously, it would always be like something outlandish. Way off. Honestly, you would like that if you liked him more. Because that's kind of fun. Uh, it wasn't fun. It was so stupid. Because I'm saying, guess what? As just a lead up to what I'm going to tell you that I'm excited about. Now you're sucking the wind out of my sails. Right. Because you've said this ridiculous thing. Right. Also, if I said, like, um, I'm hungry, he would be like, I'm Benji. I don't know. I was just trying to think of a name that wasn't one of my ex's actual names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. So just like, bad jokes. Oh, they're just bad jokes, They're though. just bad. I mean, they're, like, a good dad joke is punny, in my opinion. And I don't mind puns, but I don't know. It's just, like, something about it. But I think I have, like, a like a darker sense of humor hmm. um, and dad jokes don't really like fall into that category. Right. Could you come up with a dad joke right now? No. <laughs> uh, I'm not into improv. Except you are into improv. No, I'm imp- not. Well. I do sketch comedy. Oh, you're right. You're it's, right. I rehearse it. You're right. And every time I date an improv guy, it's a goddamn disaster. And they want to play improv games with me all the time. And I like That's obnoxious. want to shrivel up. It's not a two-person thing, like to play, or is it? Well, Improv it can games? Be. I guess can. it can't be. You're right. I remember I went. I took this guy to a a sketch show, and I was all excited. And there was like time to kill before the show happened. It was he was an improv guy, ugh. And he was like, "Oh, let's like come up with uh, raps, like eat, not together. Like he would come up with one, I would come up with one. And he was doing this because he knew he could do it well, and he wanted to show off." Sounds very insecure. Oh, and he'd be like, uh, "Give me a prompt." And I was like, Though this is just the karaoke thing all over again. Well, this was literally the, <laughs> the same guy that was like the good singer. That's all he had, though, from what I know about him. Yeah. So <laughs> he was just awful. But yeah, he'd like want to make up raps, and then it, it would make me feel so uncreative in the moment that I'd be like, "I don't even know what rhymes with cat right now." Like oh, I boy. hate this so much. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I hate that. Like, coming up with 
any joke on the spot, but then rapping and making it rhyme. Yeah. Oh, or when people find it. out that you like uh, do anything comedic, because then they will put you on the spot and you're like, ah! I just did that to you. but I know! But, you know, I just was curious what would happen. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, to say come up with a dad joke is to almost say deliberately come up with something not that funny. Mm-hmm. So I thought the stakes were low enough. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, but you, I refuse. You didn't. You didn't do it. You didn't take the bait. Damn it. No. No. Um, could we play happy or sad? Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna say something, mm-hmm. and you say happy or sad, and feel free to elaborate. Okay. The movie Les Misérables. Uh, happy. Although my dad looks like um. What the hell is the Oh, he does look like, like Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, he does look like that guy. So that makes it a little bit, like, weird. But I, I, I love musicals, so obviously I love Les Mis. But, like, when they make a movie version of, like, um, you know, mm-hmm. something that's been musical. on Broadway for, like, ever. Yeah. I guess I have nothing to... Comp- like, like, I've, I, like I've seen it on Broadway. You have, probably. I've seen it on stage here mm-hmm. in Vancouver at the Arts Club. It was great. I wept. Did you? Yeah, and I was so close to the stage. I think they could just see me weeping. <laughs> I, you know what? I can't go to a play and not cry. Like when it does the blackout at the beginning, like it's the start of the show. Yeah. You get so excited. I, I tear up. Yeah. Because it's just like the emotions of it, the excitement. I just like love the theater. I do too. And I, and I have teared up. At yeah. It, like when it's good it, and like not because it's sad, but because mm-hmm. it's like so exciting. I know. I and know. It's like, oh, it's just like, like you get filled with like good feelings. Yeah. There's something about it. Mm. Um, Okay. Uh, low-rise jeans. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I also have a really long torso, so I'm like a sitting giant, and it's just, I cannot. I heard they're coming back. I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. It's just like, it was a bad look then, and I remember, like, actually, like, looping my thumbs through the belt loops to, like, kind of, like, pull them down a little bit more. Which what is we, inappropriate. What were we thinking? Like one inch zipper? Yeah, one inch zipper. And it just didn't look good. I love a high-waisted jean all the way. I'm ne- I'm not changing. Well, this is it. This is the marker. You know when you were like a kid and you're like, I'm never going to wear skinny jeans. And then and then you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was flared <laughs> or nothing, baby. <laughs> and then now, yeah. Are we just set in our ways now? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I feel like I, I can I can move with the times. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'm also short, so like whatever low rise pant doesn't affect me too much. But mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I make no promises. Um, okay. Kindles. Uh, well, I don't have one, so I guess sad. Well, I don't know. I you know what I like reading um, like a physical book because I like to make notes in them. Mm. In fact, I was gonna put one of my books into the one of the little free libraries the other day, but then I realized I had and I don't often do this, but I had written like a whole caption idea like on one of the pages. I was like, oh. and it was like out of control. It was all about like um, right on the book. That's so reckless. Right in the book. Right in there. Boom. It was like. Oh, well, because I got the idea and I needed some paper. You didn't just have your phone? Oh, I guess I did. Yeah, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, know. it's very cool and analog of you. I yeah. mean, like, it's very, like, rock and roll to just deface your book. That's true. Well, with normally, a, a random thought, too. Like, I'd feel so, like, it's got to be good if I'm going to put it in this book. Normally, it's related to the content of the book. I don't typically use it as, like, 
no paper space. yeah uh, like that was i don't know why i did that I, I think I, what oh maybe i was working so i didn't want to be looking at my phone i think that's what it was right yeah right. so i was like oh okay i guess i'll write in this book that's better this book that i'm reading on the job <laughs> beach volleyball oh sad i'm not playing beach i don't play team sports period end of story what about like solo sport like a uh, tennis I like tennis. Uh, I was playing tennis with my friend a bit last year. Every time we go go to the courts now, they're like full, so we haven't been able to. But that's a tough one. You can't just go anywhere. You need a court. Yeah, it's yeah. not like uh, soccer. I don't like huge balls flying at my face. So. There goes your social life. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't want huge balls. Ew. That's from Clueless. You don't <laughs> recognize oh. it. Okay, well, I'm not like she literally says she literally says that. Anyways, what the ball's flying in her face? Yeah, and that was the retort. <laughs> there really? goes your social life. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, you are younger than me a little bit. Okay, I've seen Clueless. All right, Jesus. You know what's like when I first saw it, I was like, wait a second. I'm like, is this just the storyline of Emma by Jane Austen? It is. I know, and I was so excited. Oh, because you got it. Yeah, because I love Jane Austen. It's. It's kind of satisfying when you get like a reference like mm-hmm. that and then you look it up and you're like, it is. I know. Uh, the like it was just like, it was amazing. Well, the first time I saw it, I was like 13. I definitely did not get that mm. reference. I hadn't read Emma, but uh, I don't know. Would I get it now? We'll never know. Well, I don't know. Unless you haven't seen Emma or read Emma, which I have done both. Yeah, I did after the fact, but like, I don't know if I'm smart enough. <laughs> it's possible I'm not. Um, okay. Uh we probably have to wrap it up because mm-hmm. I'm sick of editing these things when they're too long. <laughs> Fair. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Um, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess just like continue sharing my page uh, with your friends if you like it uh, because that's always nice. And you want people to send you um, their horror stories? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I share. I often share uh, screenshots of like terrible profiles or like horrible conversations people have had on my stories. I'm not on the apps, but I feel like I'm living through everyone. Right. Because I get sent all this stuff so much and it's like (laughs) doesn't really like make me want to go on the apps anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. How are you finding? Sorry. One last. How how are you Mm -hmm. finding dates now? Well, you know what? I've like barely gone on any dates. The last date I went on, um, it was fun. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not like super like in the mood to be dating. I'm just like so busy with my art and and writing and, and whatever. And I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But I'm not like actively like, oh my gosh, I need to be with someone. Right. That's so, so good. You're f- you I sound fulfilled. Good. Yeah, I'm feeling okay. <laughs> I'm feeling okay. I, I, yeah, I think you just kind of have to like go with the flow sometimes. Um, but I do know that like sometimes people have a lot of success with the apps. And sometimes for some people, that's the only real way they can meet people. Whereas like I am very chatty. And even though I can't like, it would like kind of like a little bit fill me with anxiety to like go up and talk to someone that I thought was really attractive. I'm not, um, I, I'm not someone who would like refuse to do, I would do it. I've done it. Yeah. So 
uh, it could happen. <laughs> you never know. Okay. Any last piece of advice for um, Vancouver singles? Mm, just show up on time for yeah, your dates. It's the little things. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just show up on time for God freaking sakes. Also, don't be so dramatic about um, distance. Although, to be honest, I'm dramatic about distance now. Now that I live in East Van, I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, Kid Solano, basically the other side of the world. It really does feel like that when you're in East Van. <laughs> I know, it does. And, like, I, I might even, like, move to Kits, potentially. I don't know. But that's, like, kind of scary to me because it does feel like it's the other side of the planet. You'll make beach friends. Oh, yeah, I'll have to become a new person. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, look forward to it. More laid back. Just kidding. <laughs> not as uptight. I'm definitely not chill. <laughs> yeah, you could use a little beach in your life, I, I think. I could. I could. I'm very tightly wound. All right, well, hang 10. Okay. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. If you follow me personally on Instagram, you'll have seen me shout this out last week. A little late to the party, but I finally listened to the Elastic EP out by ZDBT and Prado earlier this year, and let me tell you, it is hot. Ever since way back when we had Prado play the Sad Space Issue launch, I always thought she should be a big star, and I honestly don't understand how Billie Eilish is and she isn't. You know, like, I'm sure I'm missing something. Don't, well, no, actually, please at me, because I would love to understand. Uh, this EP feels nostalgic and fresh. At the same time, I truly loved it. Here's the track Elastic from ZDBT and Prado featuring Slim Media Player.
SADCAST is brought to you by SAD Magazine. Check out the latest issue, Lost, featuring stories, art, and design at sadmag.ca. Our intro and interstitial music is by Shamir.